Hey everyone and welcome back to Say It Out Loud with Martha, the podcast. Y'all have really been coming after me. I had my friend Jess text me, so where is Vegas part two? Listen, again, your girl's been busy. I have a life. I know. I actually, you know what? As I think tomorrow, so today's Thursday, so tomorrow's Friday, Zoe. Um, I think that makes it two weeks. And I know in my last episode, I was like, oh, I'm going to have part two in less than a week. Well, life happens and things get crazy sometimes or I'm just not in the mood. But also, I kind of forgot what happened at SummerSlam. So I had to rewatch and take notes and remember what was happening in real life and not just what was happening on TV because I was there in the moment in person watching it live with no commentary, which was really weird. Um, so I'm just gonna kind of talk about how my Saturday went and then to SummerSlam. So SummerSlam was on the 21st. And it started around 3, 3.30, I think. So Saturday, I already knew that I wanted to stay in the room and have a chill day because I was like, I'm about to be around a ton of people. I need to get in the right mindset. This is the first outing that I've ever had around so many individuals. I mean, Vegas alone is probably the most people I have been around in public and I I mean granted oh my god did you guys I hope you didn't hear me burp that was like in the throat burp that was disgusting I'm so sorry if you heard that anyways sorry um no it was just like here at home I'm like in my home I go to the store I leave the store I come back home or I go see family or I hang out with like uh, our friends Jess and Anthony that have Bailey's daughters, Bane sisters, whatever. We always like hang out with the same few people. And so this was like going to be like, whew, I'm going to be in an enclosed space with thousands of people, not just like a couple hundred, but thousands of people. Thousands. So I was like, I'm going to take a nap. I'm just going to hang out and just relax. So we had ran out of water and Alvaro and my mom were like, my mom still, still needed to go. Okay, listen, remember in my last episode when I said my mom had to like go to Ross and like get some shirts and all that stuff? She bought shirts, but then she doesn't try clothes on. So when she got back to her room, she tried them on and did not like them. So then she's like, I have to go and get a shirt again. I gotta go. And so Alvaro was like, well, I gotta get water and so I'll go with you. And so they go get water and then I'm taking a nap. They get back and like by then I'm already like getting up and doing my makeup, doing my hair. But I did take a nap while they were out. And Alvaro was like, oh, man, you're not going to believe how many WWE fans are out today. Like Saturday was WWE day. I mean, obviously because SummerSlam was happening, but that's when all the people were either showing up or were like putting wearing their gear like my mom was like everyone has those big belts and has uh, just like 
uh, just crazy. So I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. And so like the night, I guess when we were out Friday night, there was like no one wearing any type of wrestling gear other than me and Alvaro. I had my well, I took this shirt from Alvaro because I accidentally dried it and it shrunk. And so now a Bailey shirt is mine. It says uh, ding dong hello on it. And that's like her thing. And uh, so I wore that Friday night when we were out on the strip and I was not for the nightlife. And well, I'll go into that story in a minute because there's a really cute story that I have to tell you guys. So Alvaro and I leave around 2, 2.15. I, so I may like sidetrack a little bit and try to follow like a script because I actually had to write everything out so that way I could remember because I feel like so much happened in a short period of time. So I needed to write notes. Um, <clears throat> so Alvaro, while he was out was trying to figure out which way was the quickest way to get to the Allegiance Stadium. That's the new Raiders Stadium in Las Vegas. And so he was like, oh, okay, like I'll ask somebody. And someone said just, oh, yeah, you can go through the Excalibur. Just follow the signs to, you know, to the Allegiance Stadium. And so I was like, okay. So we're looking for signs after we leave like around 2, 2, 2, 2 because doors were too... I think the doors were already open, I think. But I was like, anyways, let's we're, we're, let's just go. And so we're walking through Excalibur. Excalibur. Is it? No. Is it the Excalibur? No, it's the Luxor. That's where we were staying. Oh, my God, Martha. <sighs> Forget what I said. It's the Luxor. The Luxor. <laughs> So we walked through the Luxor where we were staying and that would lead you outside and on your way to Allegiant Stadium. So we're following the signs. Tons of people in WWE gear. Tons of people. And it got to the point where we actually started following these two guys and we're like, oh, they must know where they're going. And I told Alvaro, I was like, wait, but other people are going this way. He's like, well, do you, well, let's go this way. And I'm like, oh, my God. OK, I'm just going to follow you because you're the one who figured out the route for this. And so we're going and then we end up outside and we end up in a parking lot. And I'm like, is this the right way? We keep following these guys. And I'm pretty sure they thought maybe we were like stalking them but there was other people behind us so it wasn't just us following um but they got into a car in the parking lot and I'm like okay well what do we do now <laughs> like we can't follow them into their car and so then we ended out on the street and then we ended crossing the freeway which they had the road completely blocked off so that way it was like we had priority. We didn't have to worry about cars like on the bridge. And so we literally crossed the street and we were walking up the bridge and it was fucking hot. My hair was straightened. I'm like, well, there was no point in straightening my hair. Like no point in straightening my hair. I was like already sweating. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is just great. This is great. Perfect. 
And um, so we're walking and I noticed that there was like there was a little girl that I had seen Friday night when we were at the M&M store and Friday night we went into and I know I told Alvaro I was like look 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 that's the little girl that I saw last night with her she had the raw women's championship belt on and uh when we were in the M&M store I saw her and I was like oh my god she's so cute you know she was probably like I don't know like seven and I, I told Alvaro, I was like, did you see the little girl with the Raw Women's Championship belt? Like, or, you know, me, I found out later it was the Raw Women's Championship. Don't think that I know what I'm talking about. I do now. But I told Alvaro, I just said a belt. And he's like, oh, it's the Raw Women's belt. I'm like, OK, whatever. So she had a belt and I and it's like the cute little kid size. Like, oh, it was so cute. And she was walking around with that belt. So confident. Like, yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up? Like she she was, yeah, confident with that belt. And we ended up crossing paths and it got to the point where I think we were like on the third floor of the M&M store and it just so happened that I was walking towards her and she was walking towards me and her face lit up when she saw my shirt. She literally, because I had ba- my Bailey shirt and it said ding dong hello and not very many people obviously know what that shirt is or who it is for. And so the moment she saw my shirt, she literally, her eyes got super big and she went like, oh, and she like pointed at me. And then she looked at her dad and her dad's like, yeah, she, she really likes your belt because I had said, I think he had heard me say, oh, look, her belt is so cute. Or, you know, she's so cute. And he goes, she really likes your belt. And I like waved at her. I was like, hi, you know, and then I was like, do I talk to her? No, this is kind of weird. So I just said hi. And then she was like super excited because a lot of the people that you saw, the majority of them are men wearing wrestling shirts. And usually it's like spouses or partners or whatever that follow along. I mean, that's that's my story, at least. And or half the time they're not even wearing like wrestling gear. Like a lot of people that showed up, you can tell you can tell the girlfriends that are like, yeah, I'm just here. Like you can tell those girlfriends with the with the boyfriends, like when you're walking around when well, at least. Yeah. I mean, when you're walking around either outside of the stadium or in the stadium, like you could tell those girls that just have the shirt on that are just there to be there with their man. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then, you know, the people who are actually fans, like I'm, I'm just saying and me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I know you guys are, you guys are like, fucking bullshit, Martha. Fucking bullshit. Stop playing. You are a fan. No, in my, like my episode, I am not a fan. And I know what's going on. Actually, I don't know, really know what's going on anymore because I haven't been keeping up with it since SummerSlam. <gasps> Shocker. But I haven't. And so, yeah, I have, I don't really know what's going on anymore. I have to ask Alvaro and he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, man, the, our time schedules with working is really fucking up our watch time with WWE. Like we have no, no idea what's going on. That's okay though. But anyway, so I saw the little girl. She ended up being in front of me across the bridge, but this time I was going to say hi to her, but she had her little belt on. It was so cute. I'm just thinking like if Al- Alvaro and I have kids, like I, like I've mentioned it before, like in my first episode of I'm not a fan, I do say like I know if we have kids, this is going to be like a family thing that we're going to end up doing because when you see little kids and all the little kids that were there were like dressed in John Cena gear, like all the little boys 
John Cena gear head to toe, like in his outfit with the green shirt, green hat, the yellow and green, like sweatbands, uh, the wristbands, and then uh, like the jean short. I mean, like his outfit. I was like, this is okay. I don't like John Cena. I, I just never, I just never have. I know he's like a big deal. I know he's like, you know, whatever, but I just, uh, meh. <laughs> he's like, right. he's like, right. <laughs> and so. All the kids, though, they're just so cute. And I think the majority of the fans were kids that were there that were rooting for John Cena and, like, the parents of those kids. I'm probably just being a jerk right now and just assuming and saying this, but who cares? It's what I it's what I observed. So, anyway, so we're walking, and I told Alvar, I was like, so as we're, like, walking, I noticed that there's, like, a bright like a bright neon green like fur coat like a few actually quite a bit of people ahead of us I told her I was like you see that green jacket you see that green jacket and then there was like a green wig and then there was like a man in some like sequence booty shorts the red booty shorts and then he had like a red hat that was like backwards and then I was like who are these men so one was a drag queen which fabulous and then the other one was just like this giant like he was kind of I mean he was pretty buff he had like thick thighs like I mean but they were like in shape and he had like a booty and then like he was he was he was he was you know he was good looking for for what he was wearing and he was working it he was a Bella sister so if you guys know like I know a lot of people always like, oh, I know the Bellas because they have that reality TV show. I have no idea who the Bellas are. Um, like, I only knew that once I looked it up and like who the Bellas were. And so he was dressed as one of them. And then I don't know what the what the lime green jacket. I don't know what the queen was wearing, but maybe she was trying to be like a drag queen version of Charlotte Flair. I can see that. I could see that. But as we were like, I mean. We were following them because they were going to the entranceway. Yes, there were fabulous men at wrestling. And I, t- I immediately, like, text Shane. I was like, oh, my God, there's, like, da, 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 da. And he's like, take a picture with him. And I was like, I tried. But then security was calling me, like, ma'am, ma'am, your purse is too big. And I was like, who, who's, who is he talking to? Like, who's he talking to? He had, like, uh, the big, the speaker, the megaphone things. He's like, ma'am, ma'am with the black purse. Your purse is too big. I had, like, my little coach purse, which is my travel bag because it's small and it fits my wallet, my wristlet in it. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to take that. I'm going to take my my little hand fan that I had. And then I'm going to take, like, a chapstick. That's all that I had in my wallet, like nothing else or in my purse. And it's too big. Like it literally was, I mean, like what size would it be? Like a little bit bigger than a five by seven card. Like not, not big. And so when he said that it was too big, I was like, what the fuck? Like what could I fit in here that I'm trying to smuggle in? I guess like if I was like taking pills or sh some type of tiny drug like that but it's like hello I'm not here for that this isn't like a club or anything like that where I'm trying to sneak shit in so then he pulls us over and he's like oh you need to go check your bag in across the street over there and all of a sudden I see like a group of people like walking that direction that have already been like 
talked to about their bags and I, I saw a couple girls literally empty out their bags and there was a dumpster right next to where the lockers were where you had to store your bags for 20 bucks. They literally made us pay 20 bucks to store our bags. And some women were literally clearing out their purses, taking just their wallets and tossing their purses into the dumpster. Like they didn't want to pay the 20 bucks. And I'm like, I get it. Like, why do you want to pay 20 bucks just to store your purse in there? No previous communication whatsoever on what type of bag you can take into the stadium with you and then there's like guidelines that you can have clear bags however there was a lady who had a clear bag with like a switch a nintendo switch in it for i mean she had like a three-year-old and maybe like a six-year-old all the way up to like a 12-year-old and so she had like snacks and stuff for the kids and like just stuff for them to keep them entertained if they got bored and they fucking made her empty that shit out and she was like I read online that I could bring a clear bag and so it's like do you have to purchase one that is from the stadium because they didn't let her take it in which was crazy and then there was like some people who were like oh well can I take my uh vape pen in and they had like those big chunky vape pens and they were like mm, we're not 100% sure if you can take that in with you and the guy was like well uh, well, I don't want to check it in if this is the only reason why. I don't know. It's just crazy stuff that people were trying to take in. But I'm like, you guys have to go through security anyways. Like, they don't just let you walk in with this stuff or check your bags. But anyway, so we had to check in our bags. That was a whole fucking ordeal because there were so many people trying to use the app that you had to use to get your bag checked in that it wasn't working. And Alvaro and I were standing there for like 15 minutes trying to figure it out. Some girl was like, excuse me, like, can I use your phone? I'm like, why do you need to use my phone? And she's like, I need to call my boyfriend and he's standing in line already and I don't have my phone because he has it and they stopped me because I had too big of a purse. I've already paid for it and I'm like, okay, sure. And so I'm like, whatever. And I'm like, but you need to stand right here. And I had Alvaro like almost stand on the other side of her. And then there was like a, like a, like a sign like right behind her so it wasn't like she could just like dart off with my phone but she legit looked like panicked and so she called her boyfriend she's like yeah I'm over here like where are you at like I need to pay to whatever 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 and so they did all that we got my bag checked in and we're walking up to the front and there are still people who are still trying to take in their purses into the stadium and they're having to go right back to where across the street to check their bags in for 2025 20 25 bucks luckily we got there early because we got one of like the lockers that it it sends you a code to your phone and you're able to open it on your phone only and then it just pops it open you put it in you lock it and whatever and but for the people that didn't get a locker on the outside they were having to wait in a line to step into a building to then check in their stuff there so they were having to interact with a person and I'm like that is too much thank god we got here early when we did to get my bag checked in because I would have been like fuck this shit I'm leaving my coach bag in there and I can get a new one I'm not gonna whatever um So I ended up having to carry my wallet and my phone, my wristlet, excuse me, my wristlet. And then they had like a little piece of, um, like a piece of cardboard paper that they literally were using to measure how big your, your bag was, your little wallet was. Even if your wallet was bigger than the piece of paper, you could not take it in with you. They, so when I was like, okay, well, I'm all checked in. They're like, oh, can we see your wristlet? And I was like, sure. And then he held it up against, he goes, okay, you're good. And I'm like, seriously? Like, it, again, was, like, smaller than a 5 by 7 like, 
card that you would get in the mail. It was smaller than that. That's the size that you can take in with you. So just a heads up if you're ever going to go to Allegiant Stadium. I'm pretty sure apparently this is like a rule for all stadiums. Just don't take any type of purse with you. Nothing. Just take a wallet and your phone. That's it. That's it. Actually, take like one of those card holders only and take your ID, your debit card and your medical cards just in case if something must happen, you have your insurance cards with you. That's it. And then everything else is just going to have to go in your pockets. So that started like a whole that just like, okay, well, I guess we're doing this. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, let's go up to the front. So we go. We get past security, and once we pass security, we notice that these people have, like, a bunch of, like, uh, wrestling towels, and I'm like, what's going on? So I turn to my left, and some girl is handing out, like, WWE, like, uh, hand towels, and so me and Alvaro, we go over there before they are all out, and we each get one, and those are the towels that people use, like, wave in the air, you know? What's that song? Like twist around your head like no helicopter I don't know I don't know don't listen to me don't listen to me (laughs) it's late (laughs) I'm like uh, don't listen to me and then let's see so we get in there and we're walking up the stairs and we get into the doors and we take a right so Alvaro's like oh let's go this way so now we have to find our seats and we have never been in the stadium before it's all brand new to us I mean the whole the whole thing is brand new but We've we've never been here, so we take a right, and we're walking, and we're walking, and we're walking, and we're, like, I mean, I'm sweating. Like, at this point, I feel sweat all down my back. I feel sweat, like, all underneath my armpits. I'm, like, I am just a sweaty fucking mess. They're, like, the AC, I feel like, is not working right now, and also, it was just, like, the fact that we had to, like, we walked the parking lot, walked the bridge, had to deal with the whole fucking ordeal with my purse, then walk all the way to the front of the stadium, wait in line, and then get through security, climb up the thousands of stairs, it felt like, and then finally get in there. And then with just all the bodies around you, it was just, like, it was so hot. And then, so we're walking, and we're walking, and we're walking, and we're walking. I'm like, Alvaro, where are, is this? He goes, I don't know. I think we were in the 100 level, I think Alvaro is going to have to correct me on this because I didn't purchase the tickets. And so I don't know. Alvaro picked the, I let him, I let him decide where we would sit because I knew when I had mentioned it, he was super excited that I had even mentioned about going to SummerSlam in Las Vegas. He was like, for real? And I was like, yeah, if you want to go, we can go. I think that would be fun for you because he works very hard and this was going to be our first outing since COVID and all of that. And the fact that they announced that they were actually going to start allowing people to see the shows like they were going to do live events now was a I mean, it was kind of a big deal because watching wrestling with no people is awkward. It's so awkward. And then when they had like the screens, awkward because some people did not think people could see them and you had some some people doing weird shit on their zoom stuff like making weird faces dressed weird and sometimes no shirt on it's like you do realize that people can see you on tv right so it was a big deal that it was a live event and it was gonna be a huge event and so i said you you pick where you want to sit and i think it was the 100 levels i really i think who knows but um 
So we keep fucking walking. We finally, I was like, Alvaro, we got to stop. I got to use the restroom. I use the restroom. We get back out. And I'm like, okay, now where? So, well, I guess we'll keep walking. So finally we get to this line where it's like, so the way it works is like when you're walking, there's kind of like, okay. So for those of us who live here in Oregon, we have the Moda Center, which is where the Trailblazers play, right? And where we have concerts and main events and shit like that. So when you're walking in the Moda Center, there's pockets of doorways where you go to get your seating. Well, at the stadium, there's those specific pockets that are just in the hallway. But then there's like exclusive like doors that you go in and then it's like a loungy area but you have like someone standing there like checking and scanning your tickets and so when Alvaro got into a line where it required us to check in again with somebody I was like Alvaro are you sure this is us he goes yeah I think this is what our ticket says I'm like why are we going into this like room like why are we going in this room and Alvaro's like I don't know I guess if it, this isn't right he'll he, you know he'll let us know nope he scanned our tickets and we walked right in and we walked in it was like all white it was all white and black and I was like what the fuck did we just come into a day club it looked like a day club like it looked like a club a lounge it had literally this was like a section where only the people who sat in that area only had access to the food here the drinks the restrooms like it was so exclusive I was like Alvaro is this really where we're sitting he goes I guess so he's like maybe it is worth buying tickets here so I guess we were in the Modella Modello Modello what the um like Modello seats I don't know I guess whenever I don't know I don't know I don't know don't listen to me all I know is that when we were walking through it was like a lounge couch seat sitting area right when you entered and then you had your bars then you had your food and then you had your restrooms and then along the edging there was black curtains like dividing these like separate seating areas where there were also like couches and then it was the entrance to go down into the actual stadium and go to your seat so right away I'm like I don't want to sit on any of these couches I just want to go to my seat right now I just want to sit down I just want to sit that's all I want to do right now because for the past hour we've been standing out in the fucking sun and we've also been doing this huge circle and it took us forever to find our seats and I just want to sit so we sit down and now we're just waiting. We're waiting for it to start. Everyone around is already talking shit like about who's going to win or like whatever. They're, I mean, it's all in good spirit, though. It's not like serious or anything like that. But everyone's already in a good mood. Like people are already like excited. They had some DJ dude come out from L.A. I don't I don't know who the fuck he was, but he was playing good music. I was like, this is pretty good. He's getting the energy going. You know, he's just like. He's filling the music. He's all, you know, he's interacting with us as much as he can because at that point there wasn't very many people in there. People were pouring in, but a lot of people were still getting to their seats. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. And Alvaro was like, I'm going to go get us. I'm going to go get us drinks. What do you want? And I said, I just want water, to be honest with you. I just want water. I don't want any, I don't want any beer. I don't want, I just don't want to drink. I just want water. And so he goes and gets a water and then he gets a beer and it comes like in this like nice, like Modelo cup. Like it's a, an aluminum Modelo cup. And I told him, I was like, are you going to keep that? He's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to keep it. Like I'm going to keep this cup. And so he did that. And then the pre-show started 
And it's so weird when it's a live event because you don't hear any of the commentary at all from the people. And so out of nowhere, it was like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, blah, 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 blah. And the first match started, I think, like around 3, 3.30. And so, okay, so now I need to look at my list because this is when it gets interesting. This is when it gets really interesting. Okay, so the pre-show match starts, which I don't think was on TV, but it was Big E and uh, what used to be King Corbin and then became Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin. I don't know, but now he's happy Cor- Corbin or something. And it was and Big E has money in the bank like he won money in the bank. So that means that he can cash in on any title match and and fight whoever has the title and so, I mean, usually with money in the bank at big events, you think they're going to cash in. So the fact that they had Big E come out and fight Corbin, I for sure thought that when Edge and, no, sorry, that when Cena and Roman Reigns fought, that Cena would win the belt, but then Big E would cash in and win it. That was my prediction. Even the kids in front of us. So we sat. We had some great people around us. We had some two two kid two guys in front of us that were very nice people, and they were hardcore fans. Like the guy, like the guy was like, "Oh yeah, last one I went to, I went to Money in the Bank. Around, I for fucking forget which one he went, but he 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 had a belt. His friend had a belt." And I'm like, what belts are these? Like, I'm just looking at them like, which ones are these? I don't I don't know. But they they were fans. You know how much those belts cost? They're like 400, 500 bucks. That's how you know you're a real fan. If you if if you're rolling up with one of those title belts, 400, 500 bucks on your shoulder or around your waist or you're holding it up. That's expensive as shit. And so I'm like, these guys are for real. Super nice guys. And I even said, I was like, watch, Big E's going to cash in. He goes, I think so, too. I think so, too. So then Big E wins that match. And then you're just waiting for whatever is about to happen. (sighs) So then all of a sudden you hear, bro. And Matt Riddle comes out. I like Matt Riddle. Although they just call him Riddle now. But, like, I like Matt Riddle. He is so funny. So on NXT, he was the original bro. So like that's just his whole thing is that when he's about to come out, you hear just bro. You just hear that. And then everyone loses their shit. Everyone lost their shit. He had on, though, his outfit was drunk as hell. He had a lime green like snake print short in like a long sleeve zip up. That's what he usually wears. And then he takes a zip the the hoodie off it's not even a hoodie it's whatever he takes that off and then he's just in his shorts and he doesn't wear shoes when he wrestles because he used to do is it mma whatever that fighting crap is i don't like it because it's too it's it's too aggressive for me the bones breaking potentially and the blood and all that shit i can't handle mma wrestling but that's where he came from that was his world before and then you know they come over to fun entertainment wrestling. That's not really real, but kind of is in a way. In a way. And then his tag team, Randy Orton, comes out who... Oh, wait. No, wait. Hold on. Hold on. I Did, did I say that he had a bright green with pink trimming? Did I say that Riddle had the pink trim? Did I mention the tr- pink? Anyways, he had pink. So uh, env- envision this. Bright green snakeskin print 
with hot pink trimming around the the edging of his shorts and like his sweater zip up whatever and then randy orton comes out and he's known as the apex predator the viper so i put two and two together i'm like oh okay he has snake skin because the viper is a snake i get it clever so they're they're like coming out but they're literally walking out to randy's song they didn't even let like Matt play they played his song for like two seconds and then Randy comes out because Randy's you know big deal he's been in it forever and like as they're walking down Matt is singing his song I don't know Randy Orton's song but on the big screen you just see like Matt like singing it like I think it's like talk to me I don't know I don't know so then they're fighting for the Raw Tag Team Championship title against none other than AJ Styles and his fucking tall-ass bodyguard. Let me tell you something about, about AJ Styles. Let me, let me paint you a picture of what this man looks like. So that way you don't have to look it up. So AJ Styles, he's probably about my height. I'm 5'3 and a half. I, I mean, he's a little dude. He has, he is white. He has a southern accent. And he has, like, straight hair. Like, straight hair. And usually in wrestling, so for the longest time, like, what the fuck do they put in their hair to make it greasy? Googled that shit, and what they actually do is they actually, like, dunk their head in a bucket of water. And then that's why they have, like, that greasy, wet look. It's just water. Because with the lights and all that shit, they get super hot, so the water keeps them cool. I know, nerding out here. But it keeps them cool, and then as they sweat, then it's just no big deal. But... But AJ, he comes out with dry hair. It's straight. It look. It honestly looks like a blowout. You know when like when a girl gets a blowout with her hair and it's like all straight and like silky looking. That's what AJ Styles looks looks like. And then hold on, hold on. Let me play you his song. And let me let me. Okay, you you okay? You have an image of what this man looks like. Okay, and he's coming out with some big black dude. He's like seven foot and then you got AJ who's probably like five three and a half like me and he comes out to this song hold on wait for it okay Okay, AJ, you need a new song. Sorry, but you need a new song. You need a new song. That's all I'm going to say. I can't. I can't. I I look at him and he's like, whatever the song was saying, you don't want none, whatever, whatever. I mean, this is a hood ass song. And then it's just like AJ with his with his dry, straight hair. It's just like what in his southern accent? He literally, when you when he talks, he has like the whitest southern accent ever. And I'm like, this this doesn't go. Who picks out the songs? Who picks out the songs? And he's got like a like a t-shirt vest with a hoodie on, and he like comes out and he does like this thing where he like has his hood on, and then when the music starts, he's like, bah, like explodes. I'm like, this is too much. This song does not go with this character, and it needs to change. It needs to change. I just I I can't. I just needed to play that little bit for you because I needed you to realize to to visualize what I'm seeing. If you want, look him up. Look up AJ Styles 
And then imagine that song. You can replay it again, but imagine that song. Oh, it's just, it's not. Whew. So the match goes on, and then, um, nope, okay, yeah, no, nothing really exciting. Riddle and Randy win. No surprise there. Okay, so they win. They are the new tag team champions for Raw. Championships for Raw, yeah. And then Eva Marie and Dewdrop come out. Okay, I don't know who either of these people are other than I know that Dewdrop was on uh, uh, NXT UK, and I don't like NXT UK. Like, their fucking characters are fucking weird. I don't care what anyone says. Like, there is a guy who wears, like, a hog's mask. Like, a pig. Like, a hog. And he fucking makes, like, weird pig noises. Like, wee, wee, wee. Like, all the time. I'm like, this is fucking weird. And the scenes that they that they do with his character, it's almost, like, rapey a little bit. It's like, just, this is not. And I'm like, people like this shit. This is disgusting. Like, this is so fucking weird. So, I don't watch NXT UK. Anyways. That whole thing is a disaster. Like, so Eva Marie is this, like, Barbie-looking girl. She has a hot pink outfit on, like, hot pink, like, hair. And, like, she's just, she's just too much. And then she's fighting Alexa Bliss and her doll, Lily. So Alexa Bliss was uh, the Fiend's, like, girl for a little bit. And that was, like, a whole fucking weird-ass love story. And then... The Fiend got fired, and then Alexa Bliss took over his character, pretty much. That was a stupid match. Not worth watching. Alexa Bliss won. Ta-da, ta-da. Done, 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 done. And then Alvaro, at that point, was getting us t-shirts. Was he getting us t-shirts at that point? Maybe not. I don't know. But then Mario Lopez was interviewing the tag team, or Randy and Riddle tag team champions, whatever. And I'm like, why is Mario here? Mario Lopez. Hey, everyone, this is Mario Lopez. And it's like, what the fuck? Get out of here with your little baby face and the dimples on your face. Get out of here. Don't, you do not watch wrestling, dude. I don't care what you say. Oh, I remember. Look at my t-shirt. It's like, okay, (laughs) maybe he did. Who knows? But that, okay, that wasn't, yeah, that was, that was fun. Um, and then next match was Damian Priest and Sheamus for the United States Championship. Damian Priest won that. He's from NXT. And then it was Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus the Usos. I love the Usos. Jimmy and Jay, they're twins. They're Roman Reigns cousins and also the Rock's cousins. I love the Usos. I actually love the whole Bloodline fam. I love the story. I don't care what anyone says. You know what I've noticed is that I like a lot of, not like, no, like villains. Like I do. I think their stories are more appealing than the good guys. Unless there's like a heroic story with the good guy. I mean, usually there is. But I just like the bad guys. I mean, like in a lot of the movies, like in Harry Potter, I like Voldemort a little bit more. Like when you read the books, I kind of like his story and then, and then, like, how Voldemort, eh, whatever. And then, like, in Star Wars, I'm all about Darth Vader and all his, his gang members, you know what I'm saying? And then you got the Usos and Roman Reigns, and it's just, like, they just got swag. They're just, they're cool. In the beginning, I did not like them very much because I'm like, mm, these guys, I don't know. But Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, their tag team is about to break up. Well, actually... There he did, because now Dominic is, like, doing solo matches, I guess. But 
I would told Alvaro, I was like, uh oh, it's about to, they're about to break up the father son duo because they're causing each other to constantly lose. And then Ray is like, Mijo, you need to focus. You need to focus on, on with your corazón, not blah, blah, blah. You know, I apparently I do a really good Ray Mysterio impersonation. Alvaro says it all the time, but there's times when like, they're on TV and Ray is talking to Dominic and then I just like talk over as if, if I was like Ray and I'm talking to Dominic and there's like I remember one time we were like eating it and I just like out of nowhere was like I, I'm not gonna do it I already did a little bit for y'all that's all y'all get but I could not focus on the match because Ray Mysterio and Dominic came out in hot pink with bright ass yellow outfits and Dominic looked like he had a hot pink diaper on like bright pink diaper over his pants and I couldn't focus once I have something that bothers me or has caught my attention kind of in like a not so good way that's all I can focus on and I'm like oh my god why do they choose outfits like this like this is just insane why are they doing this Stick with the darker colors or don't make it look like you got a diaper on. Like I just, I just couldn't focus. And then, yeah. And Alvaro missed that match because he was getting us t-shirts. Bless his heart. And then I ended up not liking the t-shirt that I got. So then he went out to the actual WWE store that they had temporarily and got me the actual shirt I wanted because I'm a brat and I was like I wanted the one with everyone on it not the one with all the like Vegas stuff Ugh, god I'm the worst um but yeah so we all knew that Jay and Jimmy Uso were gonna win um because down since day one hello but everyone was hype when they came out like I mean, even with Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, like everyone was hype when they came out too. I mean, you wouldn't, I would never have thought that I would see Rey Mysterio fight, but I got to and his son. So that's kind of cool. And the Usos who have, they've been around for a long time, but Rey obviously for like ever. So that's kind of, it's kind of crazy. And I only know about them because I've watched documentaries, but other than that, never knew about Rey Mysterio before. Kind of, but not really. And then, let's see what happens. And then, oh, Tiffany. Is it Tiffany? Haddish? Haddish? I don't know. But she messed up the title name. She called it the National Championship when she (laughs) interviewed Damon Priest after his win. And let me tell you something that I noticed. So when I rewatched SummerSlam on TV... When Pat and the other announcer dude, I don't even know that guy's name. I just know Pat. I know Pat. I love Pat. And when they're first like talking, she's on her fucking cell phone directly behind them. So if if you guys rewatch it, for those of you who actually watch wrestling, but if you rewatch it, you will see Tiffany with her yellow, yellow top with the dots or cheetah print, whatever she had on, literally facing down 
nose in her phone does not look up at all like she did nothing and then she's like hey, hey my man Damien how does it feel to win the national championship it's like she got that wrong she got that wrong that's what you get when you're not paying attention that's what you get everyone saw it the whole WWE universe saw you make that mistake and there's no going back now that's what you get for not paying attention I mean I don't blame her <sighs> okay now next my man Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura okay in my I'm not a fan episode. I talk mad shit about Shinsuke Nakamura, okay? I talk about how he's weird without a shirt when he and 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 had his like weird leather pants on and usually has like a full leather suit on and I'm just talking shit. Now that he got Rick Boogs in the picture, I love his intro. I don't care what anyone says. That makes me smile. It makes me laugh. I enjoy it so much because Rick Boogs Literally, his character is like a rocker dude. I can't tell if it's the 70s or 80s, but you know, like that intense rocker yell that they do, like, or whatever. That's my best that I could do without being too loud. <laughs> but like, he does that. So he, he like says Shinsuke and then Nakamura. <laughs> I don't know. It's so good. It makes me laugh so hard. It's so great. It gets me every single time. Like, there is not one time when I don't watch that intro that I don't laugh when he does that and then Pat Pat is my favorite he like rocks out on top of the table and he's like jamming out he's just oh it's so fun it's just good energies like talking about it right now I have a huge smile on my face I'm not a fan um but yeah and they didn't have a t-shirt for them until recently but the shirt is so lame I'm like really Alvaro this is the t-shirt they came out for for them and over I was like I know I was like it literally is two electric guitars on it and like it says like strength or something like that it says something's really stupid I'm like this is not it like they need one with with him with Shinsuke Nakamura Rick Boogs and and Pat is his name is his last name McAfee I don't know I just know him as Pat I just say Pat that dude he yeah he ever since Shinsuke has Rick Boogs doing his intro it's like the best thing ever like I'm not even mad about the fact that he dances all weird now like it, it's just so funny to me now I don't know Rick Boogs he's awesome and I'm and I'm happy they're giving him a chance now to to fight with Shinsuke obviously but it's just his character is so good <laughs> it's so funny they just they just they didn't fight because uh they had already fought and I think they won something. I can't remember. I think they just won. So they, they had no one to compete against in SummerSlam. So they were just like our musical entertainment for like a little break. And that was fun. I mean, how could you not have that? I would be so upset if they didn't have that. <sighs> but good thing they did because I got to see it live. And it was just as good. Um, and then, oh, listen. Okay, listen. Cardi B's song Up was like the whole theme of this SummerSlam Vegas thing. That was the theme. So every single time it was commercial, you would hear Cardi B. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. You know, just like over and over and over and over and over again on the TV and when we were there live. To me, I told Alvaro, I was like, 
Cardi B is about to come out and be like the performer. Like she's going to be like, if there was a halftime show in wrestling, Cardi B was going to be it. But the girl got pregnant and she was not about to come to Vegas. And so I was like, <sighs> okay, well, I guess I need to figure out some. But I'd rather have Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs out there anyways. Maybe not. I mean, it would have been dope to see Cardi B, but it's fine. It was fine. And I thought, yeah, no, I for sure thought Cardi was going to be there. And she wasn't, but that's okay because she just had her baby. I think, right? I don't have social medias to know if she had her baby. I think I, I think I saw that like randomly on an article. <laughs> okay, next fight was another like big deal. It was Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks um, for the, what was it for? For SmackDown Women's Championship title? Universal? Or is that men's? I don't know. Someone's got a title. Bianca had the title and then out of nowhere out of nowhere so Bianca comes out does her thing and then right when Sasha Banks is supposed to come out she doesn't and the announcer's like oh we have an announcement that unfortunately Bianca or sorry Sasha Banks will not be able to participate in today's event and blah 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 and everyone looked mad like Bianca's face there was no I'm sorry like I know wrestling for the mo- like is fake but, like, you can't fake an emotion like that when Bianca found out that she was going to fight Carmella instead. Like, she looked pissed. Like, she looked so mad. And I told Alvaro, like, everyone in the stadium was freaking out that Sasha was not coming out. I mean, like, obviously you want to see them. You want to see them, right? Like, it's a big deal. And so everyone was, like, pissed that Car- uh, Carmella was going to fight. So then at this point when they announced Carmella... I told Alvaro, I was like, okay, well, look, I got to go pee really bad because I've just been drinking water. So I'm not, this, this fight isn't worth fight as is, isn't worth watching. So remember that one time when I told you that Alvaro made us miss Rhea Ripley's intro? Well, I almost made us miss Becky Lynch's, Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky Lynch, the man's intro. And I have been waiting for Becky Lynch to come back. I literally told Alvaro, I was like, she's about to come back during SummerSlam. I just didn't know when. So I'm in the bathroom. And as I'm walking out, I see Alvaro. He's like, come on, come on, hurry up. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you like trying to run? He's like, come on. He's like, Becky's back. And I'm like, oh my God. So we run back to our seats. And luckily we, we made it to see her like halfway walking down and then getting into the ring so it was still seeing her intro but it wasn't like as much of an an excitement of like when her music first started but Alvaro said that like when he was standing out there for me it was literally the same thing like last time I was the one waiting for Alvaro to be done in the bathroom and I heard this is my brutality. And I was like, oh my God, Rhea's intro. What? He's making me miss it. And then this time when I walked out, I was like, come on, come on. So Alvaro said while he was waiting out there, some guy was like going to like starting to walk towards the restroom. And then out of nowhere, he hears Becky Lynch's song go off. And he's like, what the fuck? And he just starts running. Alvaro was like, oh my God. He was like waiting for me. until so we get back out there, we see Becky. And then everyone like, everyone was going nuts that she was back like I was excited she was back it was just like 
oh my god Becky is back and I'm seeing this happen in real life like this is a moment this is gonna be talked about forever so much so in both a positive and a negative way because what happens next I do not agree with so Becky is like oh you know like the man is back and like all this stuff and then like she pretty much tells Bianca, like, how about we, like, fight for the title right right here, right now? And then everyone's, like, you know, freaking out. And then Bianca's like, okay, okay, well, you know, like, let's do this. 26 seconds. And Becky pins Bianca down and wins the fucking title. Everyone was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, did Becky really just come back and win it in 26 seconds? Like, they didn't even make her work for it. And here Bianca has, like, worked her ass off for it. And it's like, what the hell? Like, what the... Like, everyone was pissed. Everyone was like, uh, this is... I can't believe this just happened. And then... And then... Um... I told Alvaro, I was like, well, Bianca has to be, like, pregnant or, like, seriously injured to the point where she has to be out for surgery. No. She wasn't. They just literally gave it to Becky. And, like... To, like, all due respect, Becky... You needed to work a little bit harder, a lot harder to get the belt, not just come back and get it. And I think the reason why they did that is because when Becky got pregnant, she had the Raw Women's Title Championship or Championship title, whatever. And she had to give it up to Asuka because she Becky was pregnant. And so she left a champion and then I guess had to come back as one. It's like, okay. So that kind of sucked. I, I was just like, I was not really for that. But, I mean, I still love Becky. So, I mean, she's the man. She is the man. And, like, it's funny because whenever I say that, I think of Jack Black and, and the School of Rock. Stick it to the man. <laughs> but, I don't know. Becky Lynch is just, she's, I mean, she's cool. But I, I don't agree with the way that she won the, the belt. And then the next I guess the following time when she like came out and talked about, she's like, I know that there's a little, but I'm not sorry about it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I know she has to say this stuff because yeah, I don't know. But anyways, so after that, they brought out two of the U S gold medalists in wrestling, Gable Stevenson and Tamra Mensa stock. I don't know, but they won the gold medals during the Olympics and that was really cool because there obviously was no people there to like cheer them on or celebrate their victory when they were at the Olympics and so they brought them over and everyone was like losing their minds oh the girl was like she was like celebrating the guy was just like "Mm, I'm just walking here I'm just hey what's up hey mom like he literally says that when he's walking down hi mom I'm like dude come on I get you love your mama, but you got to be more excited. These people are clapping for you, cheering for you, and you're just, you're not giving them anything. You're not giving them anything. But that was a cute little moment. Okay. And then next match was with, uh, what's his name? How do you say his name? Jinder? Jinder Mahal? I don't fucking know. And Drew McIntyre. Drew wins. End of story. It's just like, meh, okay. Um, and then the next championship was the Raw Women's Championship title. And that was with Nikki Ash. Almost a superhero. She's Scottish, and so she has a really cute accent when she says it. She's like, Nikki 
Nikki Ash, and then almost a superhero. <laughs> Just like, I don't even know. I know I sound ridiculous, but she is a, a superhero. She used to be Nikki Cross, which was like this like psycho girl, which I didn't really like in the beginning because I'm like, why does she like fidget so much? I know that's like her character to be like crazy, but like I miss Nikki Cross because now they kind of did they did away with Nikki Cross's original character and then came out with Nikki Ash, who's almost a superhero. That's what A-S-H stands for. And now she's like a little character for all the children. She wears like this little mask on her eyes. Like, oh my God, I wonder who that is. Like, it's like Superman. Like, oh, oh no, he put the glasses on. Who is that? That's not Superman. And he takes his glasses off and he's like, oh, it's Superman. That's literally how it is with Nikki Ash. Like, and she has like a butterfly on her costume on her leotard thing is that what it's called leotard no i don't know bodysuit speaking of her bodysuit girl why you gotta have that blue shit up your ass like she's got gold tights on and then the blue the blue bodysuit it literally is like a thong in the back i'm like what who told you to dress like that it's funny because i am always like Alvaro, why are they making them dress like that? Like I say that the company's making them dress like that. And Alvaro's like, Martha, they choose their costumes. They choose their costumes. And then Vince McMahon or like costume design or whatever, like either agrees with it or doesn't. But like they choose their costumes. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. She needs to pick that shit out of her butt crack and make it like an underwear suit or something. Like something that's not riding up her ass. I'm sorry. Like I just don't want to see that. I know you have gold tights on underneath, but we still get what's going on underneath it. And you're not really a child character if you're dressed like that. But whatever. And then Rhea Ripley. Yes, I actually got to see her whole intro, which was awesome because last time I missed it. But I got to see Rhea Ripley. And it was funny because later after SummerSlam was all over, my friend Jess texts me. She's like, so did you actually see Rhea Ripley's intro this time? I was like, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I was so happy I did. And then you got the queen, Miss Charlotte Flair, coming out. I'm like, listen, I am so over you. I get who your dad is, Ric Flair. I get that you're a big deal, but I'm just over you winning all the time. Like, I literally told Alvaro, I was like, I literally feel like Charlotte's going to win this, but we were rooting for Rhea. Like, we wanted Rhea to win. And, like, we felt like they were about to, but then I was like, no, Charlotte's going to take it. Sure enough, Charlotte can't be a loser and has to win it. And it, she does this fucking stupid move where it's like a, it's by, like, it's, so she won by submission. So, literally, Nikki, it, like, her leg apparently is, like, trapped. And then, like, Charlotte Flair does this, like, stupid bend over backwards with her boobies all out. And is, like, doing And apparently that's painful. And then, like, Nikki tapped out. I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, I was just so over the match already. I was like, this is so dumb because Charlotte's going to win. And she did. So over it with Miss, with Miss Queenie over here. Okay? So over it. I mean, I like her and I know she's really good, but I'm just over her winning all the time. Like, why does she got to win all the time? Why can't she just be a loser every once in a while? <sighs> like at main events, like why can't she be a loser? That she's not. And then like when Rhea won it at a, what was it? WrestleMania? Yeah. Like the only reason why she's like, the only reason why you won is because I wasn't in the match. And it's like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm so over you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Okay, so Charlotte win. Charlotte Flair wins it. I don't even know. She probably still has it. I don't know. I haven't I haven't kept up with Raw. Um, next match was another kind of like big deal with Seth Rollins and Edge. Okay, listen. Edge, I didn't know who the fuck he was. I was like, oh, he was part of the brood. Like, he was part of, like, the vampire gang back in the day. And I'm like, what? And then when he showed me who he was, I was like, oh, that guy. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. So Seth comes out. His outfit is a fucking mess. He looks like someone from the Renaissance era or, like, one of the bullfighters. Like, it was just like, what are you wearing? Like, what are you wearing? What? What is, like, who, what, what? That's all I got to say is what? Why? And I'm like, just stick with your regular outfit that you wear. It's just plain and simple with some red on it, like with your name. Like, that's usually what it is. Just very simple. But no, he had like glitter and all this shit. And it was again everywhere. Like at the end of the match when they like would show like, uh, like close ups of like Edge's face. He had like glitter on his face and there was like glitter all over the mat. And it was just glitter everywhere. Seth, why you got to be wearing so much glitter? <sighs> But anyways, and then Seth Rollins' intro was super long because what they were doing on the side was setting up a stage. But I was like, they're setting up a stage. I'm like, what are you, I'm, I'm thinking like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this is already like here. So then it gets dark. And then all of a sudden there was like fire, like all along, like the screens that they have around the arena. And then all of a sudden you hear Edge's song play from part of the brood. And it's like, you know, whatever. And the two guys in front of us, especially one of them, was losing his fucking mind. He was, like, yelling and cheering and, like, ah, like, losing his mind. And then Alvaro was also losing his mind because he was filming it on his Snapchat. Like, this specific part because Edge brought out his vampire side of him, which is funny because, like, during, like, their whole feud before SummerSlam, Edge is like, I'm going to have to go somewhere, somewhere dark, somewhere I haven't been in a long time, somewhere I don't want to go. And then this was it. I was like, really? Okay, dude, calm down. And Seth is like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. They're smack talking, whatever. (coughs) Excuse me. So Edge starts coming out from the stage and there's fog everywhere. And he has this black long leather jacket on. He has these like corny ass sunglasses on. And I'm just like, oh man, but people are losing their fucking minds. And then he walks out and he's doing his thing and whatever, whatever. And then all of a sudden the second part starts on. It like stops and it says, you think you know me. And then all of a sudden it plays his rock music and the kid in front of us was singing every word to the song he knew the entire song i'm not even kidding he was i mean i don't even know the song i just know you think you know me and then that's it like that's all i know and but he was like jumping and like losing i mean he was i mean he was a fanboy and he loved edge and he really wanted edge to win and watching that match and watching edge it was like, oh, my God, don't jump off the rope. Don't jump off the third rope. Stop doing that. Don't let Seth throw you like that. You're old, dude, and you got a neck injury and just, like, all this crazy stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, stop. But going back to Alvaro's Snapchat video, when he has it on his phone, obviously, because he saved it, but when you listen to it, you hear it in his voice, like, how excited he was in that moment. And I... 
like even my mom she was like alvaro that video is so funny you could just hear that you're just so excited alvaro was like oh my god like alvaro a little bit is embarrassed by it because there's no way of hiding his like laugh and like his happiness in that moment but it, it was it was pretty funny because I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, why is everyone losing their minds? And then when I saw it on TV, I'm like, oh, he's going back to the brood character, which was a dark vampire. But anyway, so let's see. Uh, so Edge wins that. Like, we all knew that was going to happen. Uh, and then the next match was Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg, which was like, okay. And that was for the Raw Men's Championship title. And that, ma- that match was a fucking, I don't even know. I was just like, what's happening right now? Like, okay. But anyway, Bobby Lashley wins. No point in going over the match. Uh, Alvaro was like, oh, it's actually nice that people are like rooting for Bobby Lashley because he's been here for a while and like no one really liked him. But he's just some big, beefy buff dude like there's no fat on that man at all he's just all solid muscle solid muscle he gets his his like eyebrows are like tattooed on i swear he's like completely bald and his tattooed his eyebrows are all tattooed on or painted on whatever but it's just like crazy so he won so congratulations whatever last match of the night the match we were all waiting for was you smackdown universal championship title Mady vent oh that was like a weird hiccup thing that just happened but roman reigns versus john cena okay again i just john cena it's like how roman was saying when he was talking shit during the show that we're getting the same cena from forever ago the same outfit same dad outfit jean shorts song shoes shirt all, all of it all of it is the same all of it's the same and it was just like oh one thing that people do not know about roman reigns is that i looked this up because i was like i know that he had leukemia two times because i've told me and i looked it up to see like if he was still battling that the dude has been battling cancer so he's in remission right now and he has been since i think 2019 and he has been battling cancer cancer for 11 years. And the dude's, like, only, like, 34 years old. 11 years battling leukemia cancer and doing wrestling. That's a long time. And also, can you imagine, like, having a career and then constantly having to worry if your cancer is going to come back? Like, that's crazy. So, like, Roman Reigns is my dude. And, uh... Oh my god, I didn't even talk about the shirt that I wore. I wore his shirt. Listen, I wore his shirt. I I wanted Roman Reigns to win. And I had So his whole thing is that he's the tribal chief. He is the the yeah, the tribal chief, head of the table, like of the family. And we honestly thought that the rock was about to come out and be like, "What? Well, you think you think you head of the table?" And then, but John Cena came out instead. The Rock's too busy making movies. Um, because they're all related. So it made sense that The Rock would come back and, like, put Roman Reigns in his spot. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like that. Wasn't like that. And that sucked. Because I would have cried if The Rock showed up. Seriously, I would have cried. I love watching 
the YouTube videos of just The Rock talking because it's so funny. He was so good. And yeah, I would have I would have cried at that moment. I would have become a fan. I would have become a fan. <laughs> Cuz I'm not. I'm not a fan. Not. <sighs> Anyways, where was I going with this? I don't know. John Cena. Okay, so Roman Reigns comes out or John Cena comes out. Everyone loses their fucking minds. All the little kids, all the people who like love him. Love him, whatever. So then Roman Reigns comes out. And one thing I did notice with John Cena is that his hair is brushed back. So he keeps his hair longer, right? And he brushes it back. The dude's got like a major bald spot happening directly behind, like where, you know, where men usually get it, like starting in the back. And it's huge. And as he's wrestling, his hair is going forward. And it just is so apparent. Like, you could just just start shaving your head, dude. Just shave it. Shave your head. It's over. Unless you're going to get hair plugs. Which it doesn't look like you are. But it was like... It's, it's at that point where, like, he needs to shave his head or, or come up with a different hairstyle where it doesn't show. Because the whole slicking your hair back to try to hide it, it it just wasn't working. It just wasn't working. But that stood out a lot to me. I'm like, I'm trying not to be rude and for it to stand out, but I can, his bald spot is like just so out there. And I, and I know it's hard for men when they start balding to be like, oh, my head of hair is gone. But Roman Reigns, he's got some good hair. He's got some nice thick hair. I love his hair. Like when he has it up in a ponytail or like the bun thing. It, it just looks so nice. It looks so clean. He has just really good hair. Um, That match, honestly, was so intense. It was like back to back, like two, like pin for two seconds, pin for two and a half seconds. Like pin, it was just back and forth intense. The entire time there was like no breaks. I swear it was just like, go, 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 go. And then the people that we were around directly to the right of us, there was like a girl with like her husband, boyfriend, whatever, who was like a huge John Cena fan. And she was like, let's go Cena. And then there was a guy who, so we had, so it was us, the two guys that were really nice that we sat with. And then another group, like two guys, they were buying everything. They bought like the doll, like the Lily doll. He bought a belt. He was buying like all the t-shirts. Like anytime they announced like anything was like for sale, like he was going and fucking buying that shit. I was like, oh my God, like this guy's just spending so much money, but I'm not judging. I'm not judging. He's a real fan. He's a real fan. So he, he's spending his money on things that he thinks is worth that money. But I'm like, 400 bucks for a belt? I don't think that's worth it. I don't think that's worth it. Unless it's like a good sale. But no, they were like, $400. Get your SummerSlam belt. Blah, blah, blah. And he went and he got one. But anyway, so when the girl was like, let's go Cena. He'd be like, Cena sucks. And then she'd be, and then she'd start saying it. And then he'd be like, let's go Roman. And then she would say, Roman sucks. And then there was one part where she would say, Cena, kick his ass. And he was like talking back to her. She's like, somebody needs to kick your ass. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, kick his ass, Cena. Somebody 
I need to kick your ass. Like they were having their own back and forth like battle of like shouting shit out. But then it got to the point where like everyone pretty much around us was like all Cena people. And they're like, let's go Cena. And then the guy was like, let's go Roman. And then I was like, man, this guy's on his own. So then me and Alvaro start like shouting, let's go Roman. And like it was just it was like I was like, we can't let this guy be by himself. And we are. I mean, I'm wearing a head of the table shirt. Like I, I was the only I swear the only girl, only only woman that like was wearing head of the table everyone else that had a roman rain shirt was the acknowledge me t-shirt the only people that i saw with head of the table t-shirt were men that was it and then their women were wearing acknowledge me and i'm like "Mm, see i don't play that see i want head of the table because i'm that bitch i head of the table and I want that shirt. I'm always like that. Like, I roll up to my nephew's first birthday party as Vader when everyone thought I was going to be Princess Leia. Joke's on you because, no. I am not a damsel in distress. <sighs> Period. Anyway, so, yeah, I wore my head of the table shirt. Alvaro wore his, you know. So, we had to, we had to be... We had to be cheering with that guy. It was good energy. It was so much fun. Good energy everywhere. We were very lucky to sit around really great people. Um... And then it was like you would sit down for a second and everyone was jumping up because something happened. Like it was just, it was intense. That match was so intense. If you watch it on TV, people were like in disbelief on how many times Cena would pin uh, Roman down and he would like kick out and then Roman would pin Cena down and he'd kick out like at two, two and a half. And it was like, oh my God. At one point I was like, is this almost over? Like even though it was still good, I was thinking like, is this almost over? This is really long. At the end, Roman wins, and he remains the title holder. So that was cool. And when he won, I swear, when he won, people lost it. People were going crazy. But I think at that point, I think people would have been happy with anyone who won because the match was it was actually really good and just so intense. There was just like, it was, it was, I, it was fun. It was fun. But then, as, like, Roman is celebrating, all of a sudden, some some song starts going off. And me, again, I have no idea. I only know certain people's theme songs. Apparently, I know AJ Styles because it drives me nuts that he's just this, like, basic white dude with this, like, thug hood, hood song. Like, if you don't want none, don't, you know, whatever. Like, you heard it. Like, you need a... You need, I'll play it for you again if you need me to. But the song starts playing. Everyone starts losing their fucking minds. I'm like, what's going on? Like, what's happening? Out of nowhere, Brock Lesnar comes out. I love Brock Lesnar. If you, like, if you, if there, there's like a trend with me. I like, like, the big buff dudes because they look like they can really hurt somebody. Like, I mean... So I started liking Brock Lesnar when I watched the documentary series Ruthless Aggression, which that starts off with John Cena being like, I challenge you. And they're like, Ruthless Aggression. And like it goes on to that whole thing. And Brock Lesnar was part of all that. And he was like just this giant motherfucker. Like he his traps were fucking huge. Like and I was like, I I love that man. Not really, but you you get it like. He, he just is so impressive looking like he's just, I mean, he's giant. 
So when he came out, everyone was losing their fucking minds. I see it on the screen that it's Brock Lesnar. And I'm like, holy shit, like Brock Lesnar is here. And then so he's like walking out. And then I noticed like he has this like really crazy hairdo. So he has that hair where he's like bald all around his head, except for like a strip that's on the top of his head. Then he has like a ponytail. And the ponytail, instead of it being like in like a man bun on top of his head, it literally is a ponytail and it's like a weird length. It just looks odd. And the next day it like came out on a bunch of memes where it looked like the top of an onion. Like when it's like, I mean, it's just, he needs to cut it off. So I told Alvaro, I was like, listen, I was like the bloodline. So Roman Reigns and the Usos need to kick it old school and need to like tackle or like surprise Brock Lesnar if they can fucking take him down. That guy's a fucking, he's huge. He's huge. And they need to just, like, go old school and, like, just shave his head. Just start shaving his head in the ring, like how it was back in the day with, like, uh, what's his name? I don't remember. Uh, oh, my God, it's going to bug me that I don't know. The guy with all the, the yellow and, the yellow and red. He had his own show. Oh, my God. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care. Him. And it's going to come to me later, and I'm going to be so irritated that I couldn't think of this guy's name because he is a big He's a big rest. Everyone knows who he is. And I bet you, to all you wrestling fans that are listening, Alvaro and Sam, <laughs> Alvaro and Sam, you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. Be like, Martha, how did you not get that person's name? Because I can't think of it right now. That's why. That's why. Um, but he, like, came out looking like a country boy with his jeans, black tank top, and some fancy shoes on with his little ponytail on the top of his head. He is in better shape now than he was in the last Royal Rumble that he was in, which I think it was like, what, 2018, 2019? I think it was, yeah. And he would, because then he had gained some weight and he looked just like shit. He just looked, he looked unhealthy is what I mean. Not like his physical appearance, like his body type or anything like that. That didn't look like shit. Like he just looked sick. He looked not well. He didn't look like he was taking care of himself. Like, and you could just, yeah. But now... He's, like, in better shape than he was at the Royal Rumble the last time he was there. But, like, it's a big deal that he came back because Paul, sh- I don't know his last name, but it's Roman Reigns, like, manager, used to be Brock Lesnar's manager back in the day. And so now that's, like, a whole big thing. But <sighs> that's pretty much how SummerSlam ended. What they didn't show on TV, what they did not show on TV so once Roman Reigns like leaves the ring because he's like, you know what, bro, listen, bro, I just got done. Matt, I just got done like fighting Cena. I beat him. I whoop his ass. I'm just I'm just I'm not really feeling fighting you right now. This is me. This is me interpreting what the eye contact is, like what it is that they're saying within within the eye contact. And so then Brock's like, OK, cool, man, like I'll let you step out the ring. And so. And, and Roman's like, all right, bro, like, I'm about to step out, but I'm keeping my eye on you, so I'm going to go ahead and, like, start leaving. But, oh, oh, you, you move. Like, you stay there. And then he's like, okay, okay, I'm out. I'm out. So then Brock is, like, hanging out. He's doing his, like, little warm-up jumps or whatever. And then Cena comes back into the ring. This is, like, what wasn't on TV. At least I don't think because when I rewatched it on Peacock, it, it cut this part out. But Cena comes back into the ring and then Brock Lesnar like does this whole move where he like lifts him up and then like slams him onto the ground <clears throat> and like pins him down. And then that was the end of SummerSlam. 
like Brock Lesnar had to come out and do something like he could not not do anything and so Cena was just that victim he just had to get sorry Cena sorry Cena you took a beating during your match with Roman Reigns and then you took a beating from Brock Lesnar and then Cena said goodbye to everybody he was like waving he's like bye and I was like bye (laughs) bye Cena um go back to your movies um but yeah, so that was the end of SummerSlam. It was super fun. It was super fun. Again, like I had mentioned in I'm Not a Fan, is that when you watch wrestling on TV, it's different. It looks really cheesy. It, I mean, it is cheesy, but it's also just like fun. And I will say that when you're in a live audience and you're just like there in the moment, it is so much fun. The energy, the people, just everything about it is actually really fun in person. And I already told Alvaro, I was like, so what's next? What's the next event that we're going to go to? Where? Where is it at? And then Alvaro's like, oh, my God. And he told his friend Sam, he's like, yeah, Martha's all in. Like, I'm all in to go to the live events. Like, they are just so much fun. I don't care what anyone says. They are so much fun to go to. They are better than concerts. Actually, depending on the concert. I take that back. So depending on the concert, wrestling is fun. To, is, is, like, more fun. But, yeah, so that is the... Oh, hold on. So remember when I said we walked like forever in the, to get to our seats? When we left, we took uh, the, ob- so I guess a right. So it turns out that when we entered the stadium, all we had to do was take a left and we would have been like at our seats, like within five minutes versus like the 20, 25 minutes we were walking around trying to get to our, and the door to get to our seats. So that was fun. So we literally walked almost the full circle of the Allegiant Stadium just to get to our seats because we took a right instead of a left. So that was fun. We discovered that once we were leaving. And then we were leaving Las Vegas and it's sumer and it's wonderful fresh air of poopy marijuana piss scent was floating in the air and I was like I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> I'm ready to go to bed. I think it ended like at eight or nine like it wasn't very it wasn't late my mom's concert so my mom went to the Jonas Brothers so we each had our own event my mom didn't get home until 1 a.m like that's how late that she was out longer than we were and I was like it's 10 30 I'm going to bed thank you good night and then because we were leaving the next day so I was like I'm just ready to go to bed honestly wait were we leaving the next day did we I think we yeah we did we did because it was Sunday but we were leaving later in the day anyways, so. But still, I was just like, I'm so tired. SummerSlam, thank you. You were so much fun. But that is the end of my Vegas trip. Nothing exciting happened on the way home. I was crabby. I was over it. I was over my mom a little bit. Um, and I just wanted to get home. I was like, okay, this was fun. But Vegas for four days is too many days. Honestly, I think the next time we go to an event in Vegas or I think any type of wrestling event, I think we're going to fly in the same day and then leave like the next day because especially in Vegas, it's like, ugh, it was too much. And again, Vegas is not for me, especially the nighttime. Again, that may change if I go with a group of friends and not my mother because my mother is too much. I love her to death. But the woman just thinks she's a know-it-all in Vegas because she goes like three or four times a year. No joke. 
But anyways, I knew this episode was going to be long because it's a part two. Um, and I'm just going to post it. I'm not even going to edit anything because honestly, I never really edit my thing, my, um, episodes. What I do is I replay them to make sure that if they sound good to me and they make me laugh, then I feel like it, it also makes other people laugh. Um, but this time I'm just like, give the people what they want, Martha, and quit fucking around and taking your sweet ass time posting part two. (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much for listening if you made it this far. Okay, bye.